0: Hello, my beautiful, beautiful people. My name is Ebby Rose and welcome back to my podcast. Um, So this particular topic, you know, is very relevant around this time. I still think it's still early enough in the year for us to be adjusting, you know, resolutions, goals, aims, whatever we want to call them. And, you know, some people, I've realized, some people don't like to call them New Year's resolutions. Some people like to call them goals. You know, there's a whole psychology behind when you call something a resolution versus a goal versus an aim versus something you're going to try to do. You know, there's a whole nother, there's a whole, you know, literature about this whole thing. Um, But really, I guess this is very geared towards, you know, whatever you want to call it. If there is something that, you know, in particular, you have put at the forefront of your mind to achieve or to you know, get better at in this 2020, you know, this is really good at you. And, you know, the statistic for in terms of like um failure rates when it comes to new year's resolution is a bit wild when you really think about it. So, you know, before I did this podcast, I really did some research and it was something along the lines of over 80% of resolutions failing by February like mid-February which is like oh wow and then I was like surely that can't be the case then I really thought about it and I was just like okay think about one of the top resolutions that people tend to set which is to you know join a gym then think about how your gym is in January and then I thought about how my gym is mid-February slash March you know and then it's easy to believe like people set set resolutions and usually by February sometimes even going into March you know they've given up on a good chunk of them and they often don't even think about it until the next time they're setting new year's resolutions the next year Um, so it's a little bit wild and so I thought I would talk about you know some helpful tips points you know things to think about things to reflect upon if you know you really want if you have a goal or some sort of resolution that you really really want to achieve this year you know, to kind of give you a I guess a better chance of achieving it. So the first thing I'm gonna say on this is when people are setting resolutions, often the why is what's where the problem is coming from. So often people don't actually understand the reason why they're doing something. And this one is also quite tricky because sometimes people think that they understand the reason why, you know, but sometimes the why has been so heavily influenced by what people around us are saying what society or what the social or what the media is you know pushing upon us that we actually sometimes can actually believe that you know what they're telling us is the reasons actually are reasons actually coming from within but it isn't and generally you only find out you know when you know you're lacking in motivation and all of a sudden that desire you know is not is not adequate anymore so the desire of coming from the from the sources around us isn't adequate anymore and really the only way to kind of really realize this is really reflection and this is going to lead very nicely into my second point which is people failing to reflect lack of reflection lack of research lack of planning you know i think this is crucial not just you know in terms of like diets and you know fitness but really in general, you really, really, really need to be reflecting on, you know, your past actions, your past behavior, your past experiences in order for you to be able to shape your future. It's so important. And I think that this one shouldn't just be a thing that you only do, you know, once every year, once every quarter, it should be something that is ongoing. I actually believe, and it's something that I, I recently started doing which is to actually schedule time for reflection, which is when I say schedule time for reflection, I mean literally sit in your room with no distractions and think. It's so important. Like it's so important. And you learn a lot about yourself that way. And it enables you to be able to make better decisions going forward. And the third thing I'm going to actually say on this one is sometimes people are setting too big a goal. You know, they're setting very unattainable goals. And again, it's, it's also very linked to, you know, not having a good enough reason. People are setting some very unattainable goals. And often there's not, you know, anywhere near enough planning to help them achieve this goal. They haven't really practiced at this goal. So, of course, you know, it's almost guaranteed to fail. And what I suggest on this is, you know, think about it as you know smaller goals separate them like if even if you know you have this big goal that you want to achieve if there's if you really must have a big goal separate it give you know sub goals i really love sub goals sub plans you know checkpoints things to you know to be like oh yeah i've achieved this i've achieved this because it you know it gives you some sort of you know direction guide to keep on going um the other, I'm trying to think about what my next point is going to be on this one. Um, and I guess it relates to the last point. I'm trying to keep this in a very, you know, logical order, but my brain is spinning and, you know, I'm still new at this. So <laughs> bear with me. Um, the next one I'm going to mention is especially to do with weight loss. People treat it like a sprint, not a marathon. And, you know, this is where this is where really fat diets people you know you 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 attain a lot longer lasting progress or longer lasting results by treating things like a marathon which means you know you focus on small steps on substitutions on habit formation on you know, little tweaks to your behavior rather than going, I'm gonna change everything all at once. Because if you really go from zero to a hundred, you're basically guaranteeing your way, guaranteeing yourself that you're gonna burn out very quickly and you're probably going to regress. Um the next one I'm gonna mention, um which is probably not something that you know I don't think it gets said enough is support network and this can mean different things to different people and it can depend on your goal so something i was having i was talking with my sister shout out to my you know my lovely 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 sister and i was having a talk with my sister a few like a few i guess a week or two ago now and she mentioned something about the power of moving in silence and, you know, it's really something I think I've been thinking about myself, but it was nice to kind of when we actually were able to talk about it and it's quite important. I feel like sometimes, especially when it comes to goal setting, you know, everyone, you know, there's this whole, there's a whole, there's whole literatures about, you know, if you tell people your goal, you're more likely to stick to it. But often we end up shooting ourselves in the foot where, you know, you will say, okay, you announce I'm going on this diet, you know, new year, new me, you're going to film yourself in the gym. And then when you, what, what then starts to happen is that you actually increase the cost of failure. Because when you fail, it's not just you, you're disappointing, you're disappointing everybody who may or may not be looking at you. Or even if they're not really thinking about you, you feel that way. Um, and why I believe, I think, you know, you can have an accountability partner, you know, a support network, a small support network. I feel like keep it short and like keep it very small and cute. You know, everybody doesn't need to know. Let the results speak for themselves. When you get to those, to those results, especially if it's, and I think this one is practically crucial, especially if it's something that, you know, you've been trying to do for a long time you know keep it silent you don't need to talk too much that you really don't have an accountability partner a gym partner somebody who you know understands how important that goal is for you who can keep you grounded who understands your you know all the bullshit reasons you're going to try to give and who, who understands you basically um The next point I'm going to say is really about, first is about the SMART principle. So I'm a big fan of this. It's something I discovered fairly recently. It's a very old principle, but it's something I actually discovered very recently, which is that goals should be specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time constrained. I hope I got that right. Uh, If I haven't got that right, I apologize in advance. Um, And really a big part of that, you know, and I think all goals should be hitting that criteria. You should really be thinking about that when you're setting and when you're measuring or when you're taking off goals. But a big thing about that is that even when you set that deadlines, um, and it's something I see a lot with weight loss, especially, when you set deadlines, you have to still maintain some sort of fluidity, which means that you know, we're not trying to do all or nothing approach because what tends to happen with all or nothing approaches is when people are bad with their diet for one day, you know, that one day, if you're bad with your diet, there's only so much you can do in one day. You know, often people will think I'm going to gain five kg, da, da, da it's all water weight. You're not going to gain this. There's, there's actually a fiscal amount, how much you can actually gain from the one meal or the one day of being bad. What will enable what will actually cause you to gain weight is when you then go, Oh, I've already been bad anyway, might just as well, and then you continue the bad eating or bad behavior for a week. That's what's gonna have an effect. And I think that's caused by people literally having an all or nothing approach to things. You know, there's nothing wrong with it. like you can you, you give yourself leeway to fail or leeway to struggle. But it's about picking yourself up. So when you struggle, you be like, okay, you know what? I didn't do so well today. Reflect what it what what caused me to fall this time. Try not to repeat it again, or try not to repeat the exact same mistake again. You you keep it moving. You know that's how we. That's how you move. You fall, you pick yourself up, and you keep going. That's how we do. Um, and I'm really I'm I'm looking through. I'm trying to think if there's anything I have not actually mentioned. Um. Another one which I've haven't actually, you know, haven't actually heard a lot of people um speak about is the power of positivity. The way you frame your goals matters. The mindset, how you frame your goals, the mindset, your the way you are feeling when you when you set those goals, it really does matter. You know, let's come at it from a positive, like a positive, you know, mindset. There is nothing wrong with wanting to change you know, something you're doing, but it shouldn't be coming up from a place of, you know, I feel like I'm, you know, I'm disgusting, I'm bad, like, it, it, we need to be coming at it from, you know, I want to improve this about myself, not, I have messed up at this all my life, and now is the time I really need to just fix my shit, like, this, it's, it's very, it's a very different, this one might apply more to some people than others, but for me, it's very important, coming, things from a positive mindset and finally plan for failure so plan for you know setbacks okay failure might have been the wrong word plan for setbacks plans for plan for times where you will feel demotivated set contingency plans you know you know whether that's okay am I going to take a diet break you know am I going to just like you know have to kick myself is there stickers is there you know little reminders about why I'm doing what I'm doing, you know, plan, plan when things are good for when things are bad. It's so important. And also on that side is to schedule, you know, rewards. I think something that people don't do enough of schedule rewards, schedule your downtimes, you know, schedule times where you're not going to be, you know, on job, on job, because it's very difficult to keep on, you know, being a hundred percent, consistently if you're actually truly 100 or close enough to 100 percent consistently schedule times where you go be like you know what i'm gonna relax a bit you know especially when it comes to dieting you know a lot of people like the 80 20 approach i personally think it should probably be 90 10 but you know <laughs> each to their own um schedule downtime schedule rewards it's very very important um I think that's all. Like, like all I could think about this evening. Um, if there's anything you know you think you know is also important, drop me a comment. Um, but otherwise, I'll see you in my next episode. Kisses and have a lovely, lovely day.